Yeah, I think so too. Um, when he first went into that dance floor, I thought the whole scene would play out that he would just kind of cheer her up, romance her, and they'd dance, and that would be it. I really like that they went in a completely different direction in that he's not just going to let her treat him like this. Like He has a lot of self-esteem and self-respect, uh, which is kind of the polar opposite of what she's showing during this episode because she is, like, like to quote that Perks, um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, you accept the love you think you deserve, and that's why she feels she should be with this, hanging out with this chip guy, but she knows that she cares and loves Landry but she can't accept it and Landry's not going to take just waiting around for her because that's too painful and I really love that yes And sister, yeah. Exactly. We've take, we've taken a step away from that now. Yes. And your beauty's in the eye of the beholder. It's like, she sees Landry for who he is. Just a little.
But she probably doubts that she can wholeheartedly reciprocate that kind of intense, you know, unyielding passion and care for him. In a way, uh, I think this is also Landry's way of, he's, it's reverse psychology also, that he, he wants to kind of shake her shoulders and like let her see, you know, what's in front of her. But he, I think he understands that the way to do that is by showing her what it's like if he isn't always going to be there by her side and for whenever she deigns to call his name. <laughs> Yes. and they still remain after the fact. Especially with Landry. Yes, very much. Absolutely. I honestly think this might be the first relationship that's real to her. 
because every other relationship we've ever seen her is very materialistic and hot-headed and it's it's almost superficial like especially with tim like they are very similar personalities and that ends up just butting heads like they kind of a mutual understanding that they're you know the way they look and who they are, are supposed to be together but they don't work they're like magnets they just push each other apart but they're exactly the same where with landry he's the flip side he's you know exactly the opposite of you know who she represents but who he is attracts to her <laughs> yes <laughs> that's what i'm trying to get at <laughs> but yeah exactly Ugh. <laughs> With the guy who licks his fingers and touches her clothing, it's like, hey, let's go to these wet clothes. Like, oh, I like physically convulsed at that scene. I was like, oh, gross. Yeah, it's like... That guy is just nasty. Like, he's the guy that would pay to have sex with somebody, then kill her and dump her body in, a, in like, a ditch. Like, that's who this guy is. Right? <laughs> like, we've done this. We don't need Chip and his parents, you know, guacamole and salsa, because obviously these people are freaks to name their kid Chip. <laughs> oh, that name. And he's, like, I don't know why they make him out to be, like, QB perfect jock because he's looks like he got hit with a shovel. <laughs> I don't even understand how she can deign to, you know, go out with this guy because he's not even on her level if you're being superficial. <sighs> and yet, yeah, that team is nasty as hell. Not even the coach. For their hospitality, nothing. Why can't we have the feel for longer? Yeah, and Eric, he's a really, really understanding good sport through this whole episode. I would have kicked their butts out of there so fast. Like, the first inkling of being assholes, gone. <laughs> General teenagery prank stuff. 
Yeah. Ugh. You do not touch a kid, pretty much. Who's like a psychopath? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you learn from who leads, and that guy was clearly... I, I gotta think that they're even giving his team players ideas on how to be assholes to the other team players just to psychologically mess with an opposing team. Yeah, he just seems like that guy. <laughs> She's no fun this episode, not even a little. Yeah, like a dramatic tornado. I'm like, okay, this is strange, but sure. Yeah. She's like the mayor was on the very first episode. Just, you know, the older cougar, you know, just, I don't know, doting and flirting with him as completely as possible. <laughs> he won the genetic pool. <laughs> Yeah, like every relationship this it like we have Carlotta who's older the way older than Matt but still with Matt and we have uh Tim previous relationship with Jackie uh see uh the Swede and uh Julie like it's all these older relationships that just mix and match and it's very strange Yeah. It's like they didn't even go far into the story, like literally just a shelf behind the window. Like I'm like, no, keep going, go to the back storage room. This is a tornado. You're gonna get sucked out of there like that, but movie TV logic, whatever. <laughs> I think this is cute. Yeah, it was pretty cute. Just like I kind of wish that, yeah, you know, Tammy would ease up a bit and just you know, 
grab some popcorn, sit on the couch with them. Like, it's just kind of harmless fun. Like, yeah, it's crossing the line when she's, like, out, outright flirting and you know, hitting on Tim, but that's just kind of cute, you know, innocent f- playfulness. <laughs> no, <laughs> not with his reputation. <laughs> And it's probably not wise for faculty to be like, I fucking a student. That <laughs> probably wouldn't be good. It's probably smart. <laughs> Okay, Lila. <laughs> Which is fair because he is really surrounded by you know, two two women that are sisters and bickering at all the time, and he's got a teenage daughter and then a baby daughter. Like, yeah, it'd be nice for a little more testosterone around there. <laughs> No. Yeah. And like I'm curious this side note, but uh is Noah ever gonna come back or is that really that friendship just over? Uh Julie's um uh newspaper teacher. I, I liked having him around. Like, he was a good character. That's one character I don't want them to just toss off. Seth. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, just every, like, the last two episodes we haven't seen him, I'm like, oh, just wonder if that's all he was there for, is just to be that little bit of drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, West Side, East Side, you know, kind of rumble. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Oh, I wonder who his favorite person in the world. She grabs Napoleon Dynamite and throws him up against, like, the grated wall. I'm like, go Tara. <laughs> I love that Landry started it, too. Like, he had just had it up to here with this loser. And he's like, oh, just screw it. <laughs> just punches him. I was like, yes, go Landry. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we don't have to see them talk too much. Because <laughs> when they talk, it's just worse. <laughs> I know, it's so uncomfortable watching them. It's like... Yeah, we care not nothing at all for her. Like, if she just disappeared and Matt said, you know, oh, she got another job and we split up, nobody would care. They'd be like, oh, finally. <laughs> we have no attachment to her. <laughs> right? Celebration. Yeah, especially when you have, like, a newborn in the house and you don't want to wake the kid and she barely gets enough sleep as it is. You can kind of understand that. But it's nice seeing Tim and Eric not just getting along, but, I don't know, it's like kind of like a fatherly-son kind of moment where they're just hanging out, having a good time. It's nice to see. <laughs> I liked his dynamic there. Yeah, it was cut really short. I didn't like that. <laughs> Exactly. And <laughs> stressful. Yeah, exactly. He's almost like carefree, you know, getting a break from all the women in the house and just, you know, Letting loose, you know, ha relaxing. It doesn't have to be nagged at. As horrible as to say, all those women do nag him constantly. <laughs> yeah, if it's not Tammy or her sister, it's definitely Julie. I love the cable. Softcore porn. <laughs> and it was, it was funny. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get work done. <laughs> you guys need, they need a bigger house, especially with Tim in it, but. Yeah, if only Tim was still there. Like, seriously, they are getting to need a bigger house. It's like, what, two rooms? That's really small. Again. Yeah, and a new coffee maker. 
like, yeah, but also it's not like she bought him like a speedo. It is a shirt with sleeves. until you're his sugar mama. Yeah, it's something that's certainly been manifesting there for a long time. And it's just criticisms they have with each other. Like, yeah, she is single and immature, and why isn't she married? And she flirts with these younger guys, and but then Tammy is just, you know, she has a family, but she's no fun anymore. And, and also, but she's trying to make the point also that, you know, she's also taking care of her kid while she's, you know, at school. That's why she has no life right now. No. Yeah, there was no resolution made on any front of theirs. It was just there's no resolution made with her and Tim or with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, instead of the dance, they choose to ditch it and go to the party. Yep. Trying to get her drunk enough to sleep with him. Real classy move there. <laughs> yeah, he's very big brother here. I love it. I love seeing the protectiveness. She's allowed to look. 
No, I don't think so. Just because he's got this respect for Eric and also respect for Matt. It's just like this... He sees her and it's like a sister. <laughs> There's no romantic feelings there whatsoever. Like His brain has just been wired to like Julie completely off limits. <laughs> so painful <laughs> oh yeah the perfect time it's so done to death He just assumed the worst. Yeah, very respectfully. It is the utmost respect. <laughs> Didn't expect that. And she did kiss Tim, right? Julie? I thought that was what the moment he walked in on was she like leaned up and kissed him. I could be wrong because it was just kind of weirdly shot, but that's what I thought. It does. It really happens fast, but... Exactly. I really hated that. It was so, yeah, and just done to death. Like, we've seen that from every, you know, half-handed TV show, sitcom out there. It, just one of those dramatic moments to create tension, and it's like, you're better than this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like watching a train wreck because you know what's going to happen, you know where they're going, and they just let it happen. He's Tyra. Yep, and I just, I can see him going back to Ferret Guy next episode because he tried to be a part of a family and feel like he's part of something bigger and worth it and can get along, and then it just comes crashing to this horrible melting point. I just, I, I can feel where they're going and I don't want it to go that way. Suddenly, it's all gone. Like, none of it happened. Yeah, I am very much in that same house. This was cringy to watch and just very difficult to get through. Yeah, not at all. They should have, you know, spent, you know, another ten minutes writing the scene. <laughs> Think of anything else that would be different from this guy. It's like, come on. You're better than this. <laughs> it's like, I can't even. <laughs> Well, I had been, you know, happy with the last episode where it looked like it was, you know, taking an upward turn only for it to come crashing down back to this level again. Um, yeah, just there are things I like, of course. You know, I, I do love Landry and Tara as always. That seems to be the part that they always write well, and I appreciate that because that's one of the relationships that I really, really love and don't want to see be turned into something something cheesy or done to death. I really appreciate what they do with them. However, <laughs> most of the other stuff, i.e. Uh, Eric and Tim at the end, uh, seeing Julie you know, drinking is very weird too. It doesn't seem like something she would do because we've never really seen her drink. Even when she hung out with the Swede, she never drank. She always passed on it. So this is kind of something new for her character that we haven't really seen before. Drinking Julie, but... And yeah, just the other coaching team. They were really difficult to listen to. They're awful. And Tyra and Chip just... Ugh, yeah, it drags the whole episode down to a C plus for me.
Not believable. I understand. Definitely that's fair. Well, if they'd like to send us in a voicemail or an email, they can do so by sending it to freakinggeeksmedia at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us out into the Twitterverse. We're at freakgeeksmedia. And our personal Twitters are at Michael underscore Lanik and at Labyrinth Rose. Uh, if you would like to um, visit our Patreon page, we have that going. It's patreon.com forward slash freaking geeks where we have other content and subscriber levels. So feel free to check that out. And yeah, if you would want to go to on onto iTunes and give us a rating, that would be really appreciated. But Overall, we just want to hear feedback. Like We love talking to people who are passionate about this show, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. So reach out to us. Full hearts? Can't lose. <laughs> oh, way, way too early. <laughs> Night, guys. <laughs>